eerste ervaring. gentlemen good evening welcome in everybody this is your boy scott here from woke societies here to bring you your nightly saturday night live stream how's everybody doing tonight we got so much to cover so many loose ends to tie up tonight and a lot of laughs and a lot of clowns to get to at the end of the show as we always like to do clowns of america your favorite segment from woke societies here How's everyone doing? Let me know where you're all from in the chat and let me all know what you're eating for dinner tonight. I would love to know. Truth Seeker says, I have a butt swab for you. Well, I hope, I hope not, I hope it's not for me. I hope it's for somebody else because I would absolutely not let anybody swab my, this, this nice clean butt. I can tell you that right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Let's bring uh, my co host in. I find it. What's going on, my friend? What's up, man? Looks like a lot of tacos in the chat from what I'm seeing. There's too many <laughs> damn tacos in the chat, and it's driving me nuts. I hate it. Um, as you guys can see here, I don't have uh, I find it's uh, face up here. There's some technical issues going on with OBS, and I don't know what's going on. DLive seems to be uh, very laggy right now as well. Um, and I just want to give a quick shout-out. Diamond from SINY Patriot and Freedom Forcer just donated a diamond as well. Thank you guys on DLive. I really appreciate it. What's going on, Twitch fam? I see you guys. The Foxhole fam is also alive and kicking. Great to see you. We're also on Periscope. We're also on the Roku at WokeSocieties.tv as well. And uh, also on Cloudhub, channel 175. So we got a whole bunch of places that we're streaming at. But first, before we get into the, uh, the media, the news blitz today, we got to cover our sponsor, our beautiful sponsors, our beautiful Patriot businesses, ladies and gentlemen, and we got a rep. We got to represent. We got to pay the bills, too. So the sponsor of the week, we've been going through it, man, and I cannot wait to do it again. We are talking about Aerolistic Naturals. This is your place based out of Texas for your CBD slash hemp needs. Again, this is not THC marijuana. This is the CBD. This is the good stuff that will not get you high. Just want to make that, just want to make sure we're on the same page with that. But every person has an endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for maintaining balance throughout the entire body. Everyone can benefit from uh, cannabinoids for overall wellness, not just someone that has an issue. Um, This info, this is straight straight from the Patriots that had the, that have this business. There were two, there were two physicians working in a hospital and they saw the writing in the wall and they wanted to do something about it. So they made this company guys. They are amazing. And they offer a line of premium USDA certified organic tinctures, soft gels, topicals, skincare, and aromatherapy products to unleash the power of plant-based wellness for your maximum benefit. We are committed to bringing you the highest quality products possible, which is why we only source organically grown materials and we third-party test every batch before it reaches your hands to ensure premium quality. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the crisp lemon right now and I'm using it. It is helping my brain fog. It helps me get focused. It helps me get these shows done quicker. Instead of six hours, they're getting down to four to five hours of prep time for shows and it's helping me out tremendously. They even have gummies 
for yourself and your pets, guys. They have so much stuff here. You got to check it out. All good stuff, all natural. It's the best stuff that I've ever had. I've had CBD products before, have not have anything close to that. And just real quick, just to show you that I do have it, it is right here. Aerolistic Naturals, the organic broad spectrum hemp oil, the Chris Lemon guys have been using it. And it's a killer. So when you use code WOKE, you get 10% off at checkout. And again, you're supporting this channel and you're supporting Patriot America First businesses. Can't get much better than that. So thank you guys and thank you. And you're also going to see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my buddy Rich, who's been a longtime listener of the show. He's been helping me out behind the scenes a little bit helping me out with some content stuff. And he's just been, he's always been donating and I want to help him out a little bit. The mods are dropping his telegram channel. Um, he's uh, if you like, if you like somebody that writes in all caps, you can't miss him. He writes in all caps on the Foxhole chat and in pill.net. You cannot miss him. I can promise you that he has no filter, but he does. Uh, he has the uh, same intentions that we all have. He wants to get the truth out. So if you're looking for some fiery rage and Cajun Rick, you're going to get it on his Telegram. So the mods are dropping those out. Give him a subscribe. He's a patron. He's been a loyal follower of the show. So I'm going to help him out a little for a little bit. So I find, are you ready to get into uh, the medium, the news blitz right now, my friend? Always ready, man. Let's go for it. Let's do it, shall we? Okay. What do we got here first? Oh, yes. I find it. We've been following uh, Myanmar here for uh, for a hot minute, man. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little government uh, jealousy. I got government jealousy coming out right now. The military, again, not only, we just talked about not too long ago that they're going after their members who are part of the George Soros Open Society Foundation. They're going again for somebody for, uh, it looks like, for paying off $555,000 uh, for a property developer, and they are not holding back. Um, the 75-year-old Noble Lorette, who was taken into custody along uh, with other top aides as the military took control of the country, has already been charged with owning unlicensed walkie-talkies and violating coronavirus restrictions. That's an odd one, right? <laughs> unlicensed walkie-talkies, but apparently out there it's pretty serious. On Wednesday night, the military broadcaster Maya Wadi aired a video of a Myanmar businessman confessing to giving her a total of $550,000 over several years. Mayan Wek, a property developer, said he had donated money to senior government figures for the good of his business, and apparently this person committed corruption and authorities are preparing to charge her according to an anti-corruption law, and this is not the first time corruption allegations have been lodged against her. And last week, a military spokesman said a now-detained chief minister has admitted to giving her $600,000 and more than 10, uh, 10 kilograms 22 pounds of gold bars. Man, I find it. I wish this was happening in our country right now and uh, we could get something cleaned up, but it's great to see at least one other country's doing it right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad that they're actually catching these people. The, you know, the crappy part about it is that some of it's just ugly. I mean, it just is, man. You can just see the truth come out just like we do here, what we're doing on this show. There's some ugly things happening over there right now, but it's all in the name of, you know, getting rid of people that need to be removed. Yeah, I hope, man, they do it the right. They do it the right way, and they don't turn into corrupt uh, people themselves. That's what I always worry about. Yeah, um, and hopefully we'll see. We're gonna keep following this because I think, who knows, man? Maybe, at, maybe at some point we'll we'll go through this ourselves. But uh, I am not holding my breath until we see some kind of action, some real proof that it's actually happening. Um, but until then, we'll have to keep watching it. But in other news, my friend, this is exciting. 
some alien news coming out from DNI Ratcliffe, pretty much saying that he wanted to declass a lot more about these UFOs than he was allowed to. And he has some interesting takes here. Just going to listen to a minute of this about what he said about aliens. Check this out. Actually, um, is a program that's been in place for a few years in terms of a task force that, that has been uh, there under the National Defense Authorization Act. But as you correctly point out, Maria, there's now a report that will be issued by the, by the Pentagon, uh, by the Secretary of Defense and the Director of National Intelligence. I actually wanted to get this information out and declassified before I left office, but we weren't able to get it down into an, uh, an unclassified format that we could talk about uh, quickly enough. But, but frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. When we talk about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that, um, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that, uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that you know, exceed the sound barrier without a, a sonic boom. So, in short, um, things that we are observing that are difficult to explain. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's actually quite a few of those, and I think that that information is being gathered and will, will be put out um, in a way that the American people can see. We always, when we, when we see these things, Maria, we always look for a, a plausible explanation. You know, weather can... So, I find that extremely interesting. Watching, I find it, movements that cannot be explained. I've talked about on this channel since I started... Um, I was talking heavily um, about gravity, about these uh, anti-gravity craft, how they use and how they how they're not they're not going to make a sound. They can move at lightning fast speeds. Even even they they can go across universes at this point in different galaxies and God knows whatever else. Um, we've I haven't talked about it in a while, but I thought it was interesting that he DNI Ratcliffe wanted to bring out more about um, declassification of UFOs. And thing is, man, if we can't even get uh, the truth about a damn virus, how are we going to find out about aliens? No, you're exactly right. And at the beginning of 2019, when all this bullcrap started in the U.S., uh, you know, they actually did do some deep class back then. But it was one of those things that just sort of got buried by all of the other stuff that was happening. We had the impeachment and everything. So, yep. man, I always look forward to these crazy details, these crazy videos and everything that comes out. And uh, honestly, that was one of the things that pulled me into what societies to begin with. So I'm excited about it. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, it's <laughs> the UFO talk, man. Then COVID took everything over, which ran right into the election, man. Talking about aliens just didn't seem right while there was too much stuff going down here on the ground. Um, but I'm always for any kind of transparency. Um, if people, if the people really knew what kind of technology was hidden from us and where it actually came from, they might start questioning a lot of other things about who we are as humans and life in general um, and how it operates here in this entire universe. But very interesting. We'll have to follow it to see what's going to happen with it. But in other news, this is... Uh, the, the end is coming towards this entire, uh, this whatever this show that they're putting on at D.C. According to the National Pulse here, the Capitol Police are going to remove the fencing, admitting no credible threat against Congress. No shit. We could have told you that after the, uh, the January 6th false flag uh, event that took place. And uh, that's the thing, man. They're now taking these down. They're taking the uh, the dictatorship fences, the walls, the barricades, the National Guard that have been sitting around with their thumbs up their asses, wondering what the hell are we doing here, which we're going to talk about um, later in the show, about what they really feel about what's going down here. But the fencing is coming down, and uh, we'll see what happens with this, man. But what are your thoughts on this? Man, that fence has caused more disruption in this country than a lot of other, you know, things did they put the thing up for no daggum reason it's been standing up this whole time i remember whenever they first brought out the trailers all the generators the lights everything and everybody's just started freaking out about it you know me myself included and 
Man, it's just about damn time, isn't it? It is time, dude. It is time. The thing that's infuriating with the next article I'm going to show you. Meanwhile, these fences were up and now they're coming down. There's another fence in a barrier that is still just that Biden does not give a shit about. Um, the one down that's at the southern border. And the worst part about it is, man, the XL pipeline got that got taken down um, by Biden because, you know, climate change. Well, yeah. Biden administration is awarding $86 million in contracts for hotel rooms. So for pretty, basically to build hotels for migrants to manage the crisis at the border. Now, I just want to make sure we got the facts straight. Trump did the same thing. But the, the difference between Trump and Biden is Trump was holding these uh, kids uh, till they could legally or till they could send them back uh, to Mexico, which is exactly what he did. The problem with this plan is there's all this money and jobs going to people that are going to be building uh, space for illegal immigrants and their children. And what is this? What kind of message is this sending to the people that now don't, don't have a job and that are the states that are suing for the XL pipeline? Meanwhile, you are building these hotels for these for these kids, supposedly, and there's no plan from the Biden administration to send them back. So what's going to happen here? I find we, we already know what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to get memory hold there. People are just going to forget, except for the local communities, probably that live around them. And they're just going to end up living there. And guess what? Biden's got himself a whole bunch of new uh, new voters. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're creating, you know, basically slums uh, in a way. And, man, I always hate how they say the Biden administration is paying for. No, no, they're not. There is no such thing as government money. Every, all of that is our money. That's our tax money going to work in places that we don't want it to go. Uh, four years of, of America first was, you know, it was so awesome. And, and for our country to have gone through what it went through last year, and not be put first now is probably the the number one thing that's going to piss everybody off about this. Oh, for sure. For sure. So we're going to see. I mean, I totally feel for people right now, the ones that have lost their job, especially when they were banking on probably having Trump in office for four years, not having to worry about that. And then it just gets taken away from them. I personally know, is that we know, know what that feels like as far as censorship. It's awful. But we'll keep watching it, man. We'll keep watching it. In other news, I saw people talking about this in the chat. What the hell is going on with Rich Grinnell? Do you guys know Rich Grinnell was uh, president today? Just for a little bit. <laughs> what am I talking about? Well, according to Google, if you search Rich Grinnell or just Grinnell in general, um, this is what came up today. Rich Grinnell, the president of the United States. And this caused uh, a little bit of a uh, of a fury because I saw I got a bunch of messages, man. This I woke up to this morning saying that Rich Grinnell was president. And I thought <laughs> for a hot second something happened or maybe the military came in and Rich Grinnell was just the first the first gay president ever, which is which to me is even is even cooler. And he was taking out Joe Biden, but it wasn't the case. This might have been a troll move by Google. But, man, the thing is. Richard Grinnell was having some fun with this. He uh, he was putting these tweets out. I will rob the stairs without tripping and then announce a plethora of executive orders. <laughs> and another one he just threw out here, which I thought was really funny. I hereby order multiple uh, desalination plants to be built in California. And I also hereby order new nuclear power plants to be built in California. Oh, man. Can you imagine the tree huggers, man, with that? Oh, and Eric Swalwell hereby loses his security clearance. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, this is what I'm saying, man. If he ever wanted to run for governor, I'd be totally okay with it. But what would you think about this? Dude, he just leaned into it. Didn't, and that's perfect. You don't you don't ever turn down a good troll, and he did it perfectly. I love this. <laughs> absolutely, man. It was absolutely hilarious, and I love it. I love to see stuff stories like this. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've seen this stuff with WikiLeaks where information's changed or someone's the president for today. 
And yeah. uh, it's just really weird. You don't, you don't know if it's just glitches or if Google's trolling, but either way, I thought it was pretty funny that he, uh, that he went and did that. So guys, that's going to wrap up today's media blitz here. And we're going to get into uh, <laughs> what everybody was talking about yesterday here. Let's uh, let's see what we got here, man. So as if everyone knows, we're gonna start the episode. We're gonna start tonight's show um, on a on a light note, and then get into some uh, get into some dark stuff. Because as you guys probably all saw, this country got embarrassed on a global, global and national level. Um, as we're gonna see uh, just from just the other day, it was it was really bad. It was not a good day for this country, and uh, we got some serious stuff to talk about. But that's what you're gonna get on the show. You're going to get content that the uh, mainstream media will not talk about. I can promise you that. But before we even get into it, I'm going to play you guys a video montage because we all saw Joe Biden. Joe Biden took a tumble um, falling up a staircase. That's to me. I don't know. <laughs> falling down is a lot easier, but falling up is even a, a, a challenge that's even harder to do. And Joe Biden seemed to do it extremely gracefully, as we all saw. Um, but guys, there was so many there was so much meme gold out there. I had to montage it. Um, one of the videos I made is in there as well. We're, you guys are just going to laugh. Enjoy this video montage about four minutes long. It was some of the best memes that I could find about the Joe Biden fall. And we're going to dive right into that, right into the main uh, uh, main event tonight. And we'll get the show started. So, guys, thanks for hanging out on the pre-show with all of us. Again, the best way to donate to this show is to send a cash app. We get 100% of the funds. They go directly into the show. And uh, if you guys, I know you guys are donating on DLive too. They take a hefty cut. So it's completely up to you. I appreciate it all. But the best way going forward is the uh, is the cash app that the mods are sending out. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's watch the Biden tumbling montage that I created here. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay, come on. Clap for that, you stupid bastard. 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 Come on, man! 
Welcome to NXC Mario Extreme Challenge. Starting things off with the banana peel to the mushroom, all the way to the turtle shell. And Biden is able to recover. It looks like he just woke up uh, from a nap, and he is dizzy as hell. The media is saying the wind pushed him over, but I believe he was just uh, being Biden. Uh, let's take a look at the replay. You can see right here he's doing everything he can to maintain his balance, to maintain that composure, even though a banana peel comes out of nowhere. My God, I mean, the challenges that come with that from a mushroom head coming down. I mean, God knows that thing looked like a penis. Right here, a turtle shell as well slips right underneath him, and he's able to bypass this and get right back up. Obviously, he damaged his flux capacitor a while ago, so he probably doesn't know what time zone he's in at this time or what year it is for that matter. But you can see him walk up with pride, and of course, the culprit is Mario himself. Everybody buy that man a beer, not biting Mario. Good job, dude. Turning patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold. Stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie. Realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Alright, how'd you guys love that little montage I put together for you? <laughs> oh, it's too good, I find it. It's too good. I love it, man. I hope you enjoyed it as well, my friend. <laughs> Dude, it made my day yesterday. I was not having a great day. And I, man, when the when the gold started coming out, I was like, yes, this is it right here. I I relished it. For real, man. There was not much going on news-wise yesterday, and that pretty much dominated everything else. And uh, we're going to get into, uh, we're just going to briefly touch on what this was, because even even our, our former amazing POTUS, uh, Donald J. Trump out here, he just had like, some quick thoughts on what was going on um, and what he thought what he thought was going on with the fall here. I'll just play it quick. It's 14 seconds here. Uh, watched as uh, Joe Biden went up the stairs today of airport. <laughs> I didn't lose the hammer, which we didn't lose the hammer. Almost 75 million votes and probably a lot more than that. He's pretty much saying the audio was a little muffled there, but he's pretty much saying, you see that? 
I didn't lose to him. 70, he said 75, 80 million plus votes. He's like, I didn't lose to that. He knows I find, he knows exactly um, what's going on here. And so is the entire world. But for anyone else that's still on Instagram and Facebook, I feel really sorry for you because those platforms are getting even worse with the censorship to the point, my friend, where I have a screenshot up here. Uh, this was uh, Instagram. For anybody that was uh, uh, posting these memes, um, they, apparently, man, I don't know if you heard, they're really dangerous. And they're actually getting removed for violence and possible incitement of violence. Uh, meanwhile, the entire damn world was spreading these. I made some. Everybody that I knew was making these. You were making these, man. Everybody, everybody and their mom was making these. And apparently, um, it was inciting violence. And uh, we're going to get into, uh, remember, I remember when Trump took a drink. And uh, the media thought he was going to have a stroke. And uh, the man falls off the stairs, clearly in a decline. And this is the garbage that we see from Instagram. Does it really surprise you, though? No, it doesn't surprise me. They just can't come up with a logical reason as to why they're saying any of it. It's so stupid. <laughs> exactly. It, it's it's really it's dumb. It does not make any sense. So uh, somebody people in the chat are saying, "Can I post your montage on Instagram?" Uh, yeah, that's fine with me. If you can grab it, yeah, that's fine. You can post it anywhere you want. As long as you put a link to my Telegram, that's totally fine. Um, so we were trying to find out what the hell happened. Did his knee give out? Did he trip on his ankle? Did he? We all, we all thought he might have tripped over the Constitution, but <laughs> we didn't see it on the steps. But that's what we were kind of thinking, right? So we were waiting for a response, right? And this is the kind of garbage that we get from Yamichi Alcindor. Um, says, President Biden is doing just fine after tripping up the stairs of Air Force One. We, uh, she said abroad, abroad the plane, it was very windy. I almost fell coming up the steps myself. He's doing 100%. He's doing fine. He's preparing for the trip just fine. And I find, I swear to God, man, I thought they were going to start blaming climate change. <laughs> that was Dude. the reason that he fell. And I thought Greta Thunberg might have even uh, had a couple uh, couple thoughts for uh, Biden as well because, you know, or even or even so, maybe the wind is racist too. Maybe, uh, maybe white supremacists got their wind machines and were blowing it on Joe Biden. He fell over. <laughs> I don't know, man, but this is... Uh, this is what this is the type of garbage that was uh, being told to us that it was the wind. So I thought this was pretty funny because um, if CNN was were uh, really reporting on this, um, you would have seen this on the on the television screen. CNN just released a video of Biden walking to Air Force One, as you guys can see here. <laughs> this is what they'd want you to believe, man. It's the damn wind. Come on, man. We know exactly what's going on here. What do you think about this, dude? Dude, this is hilarious. That's what this is. This is one of my favorite stories of the week. <laughs> <laughs> we got racist stairs, stair trucks out there. That's what it is. I think M3 posted that, man. <laughs> so yeah. funny, dude. I know. Is the is the stair are the stairs racist now? What what else is going to be racist? <laughs> but if CNN were to report on this, this is exactly what we'd be seeing here. And people are saying, was it really Air Force One? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't know, but that's what this is what we're seeing here. So I was able to find out what the wind gusts were for the day, and Breaking Nine One One actually had it. And the weather at Joint Base Andrew, uh, Joint Base Andrews, showed six to fourteen mile per hour winds. And from what I know a little bit about weatherman, these are uh, that's very mild. It's moderate winds. The wind didn't push you up the stairs. You fell, and the worst part about it was. He was holding on to the railing and he still fell <laughs> a third time. Then he's looking at his shoes and then he looked down at the carpet. And the only reason why, man, I want to bring this up and then we're going to get into the uh, the real the real news of the day um, is because I do remember when Trump almost fell. I put that in quotes 
um, on the ramp at West Point. And remember, the media was saying that Trump is in, in dire health. Um, he's overweight. Um, people should check his blood. Maybe he's got COVID. Maybe he's not feeling too well. And he got some water. And Jim Jordan said it perfectly. President Trump takes a sip of water. The media, he had a stroke. President Biden falls going up the stairs. The media happens to everyone. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, yeah, they made a big old stink out of this crap with Trump, man. He couldn't pick up a bottle of water and take a sip out of it without them going ham for like three or four days on it. But we actually see a real fall. Oh, it's the wind. It's that just the wind, it. man. It's the wind. It, it's so if it's if ladies and gentlemen, if you still have friends and family that are waking up, I mean, if, if you're showing them these kind of videos, there's no you can't. It's really hard to argue with the reality of what's going on at this point. And we just like to point this out because we've gone through a lot of you gone through four years, me, myself, probably close to three years. But a lot of you gone through four years and more of getting called a bigot, um, a racist, um, a Trump supporter, you know, Nazi sympathizer, whatever you want to call it. And um, we've just catch nothing but heat the entire this entire time from the media. And now um, Trump's out of the way. It's a completely different tune, but this is nothing new. And just a quick shout out from Rich. Uh, thanks, my friend. Thanks for the love. Uh, looking forward to my assignment. No problem, man. No problem, my friend. Thanks for always showing up to the channel, donating, helping out when you can. I appreciate it, guy. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. That was the biggest news, I think, coming out of yesterday, man. So I just wanted to get our takes on that, have some fun with it, and laugh a little bit because what we're going to talk about now is extremely serious. Um, what I want to talk about is I want to weigh in on what happened with this summit meeting um, between Joe Biden's Secretary of State and the CCP Foreign Affairs Chief Yang Jichi, uh, and oh yeah, and Tony Blinken. We're gonna we're gonna get to know his name very well. Um, State uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and I would say, what's her face from uh, the X Men? Storm, Storm, him and uh, <laughs> him and Storm are uh, doing the uh, the meetings with uh, you know Chinese CCP Foreign Affairs. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna play this video, and you might have seen it already, but this is this is. I can't tell you, going from Trump to this is extremely hard to watch. It's extremely hard to watch, and it's really hard to, to possibly sit here and be like, man, what does the rest of the world think of the United States right now? All these uh, states, all these countries that have communism or there's some form of socialism or communism in them, I saw all the videos I find it of all, all these people saying, America, you need to wake up. What's happening right now in your country is how communism got, got the foothold in our countries and completely took us over. We all saw that. Then the election happened. The corruption happened. The stolen election happened. And now we're here with this puppet president. And what he sends out is a complete joke. And I got to say, I've never seen anything like this. And we're going to get some background in the context of what um, happened with this event. As you guys know, this this took place in Anchorage, Alaska. This happened on technically U.S. soil. Uh, this meeting between these diplomats. And China did not give a a flying bleep about anything about anything that this guy had to say and China played rough shot. And what you're going to hear the quotes here in a little bit, it's going to make you sick. I'm going to play it because this guy, Antony Blinken looks completely weak, insufficient, and just as bad as Joe Biden does walking up a, st uh, a staircase, man, let's play it. I'm going to get your guys reaction here. Take a watch right. and listen. We'll also discuss our deep concerns with actions by China including in Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion toward our allies. Each of these actions threaten the rules-based order 
that maintains global stability. Well, you can't blame this problem on somebody else. I have to tell you, what I'm hearing is very different from what you described. Uh, I'm hearing deep satisfaction that the United States is back, that we're re-engaged with our allies and partners. I'm also hearing deep concern about some of the actions your government is taking. Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. I just want to reread what that last sentence was. This is China talking to the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken. The United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. Dude, this blinking guy just got bent over in front of the entire country, anal swabbed, and told, you're going to like this, and we're going to do it again to you, and you're not going to say a word about it, man. We're going to get into what exactly ha- what uh, transpired here with more detail, but man, what's your initial thoughts on this? Because Trump, I can tell you right now, if this was, imagine Pompeo. Imagine China talking to Pompeo like this. Do you think this would have flown? Absolutely not. No, nah, man. And and look, this is the kind of confidence you can tell. They came into one of our states on our land with this sort of confidence, with this sort of attitude. And why, why do you think that they could do that? It's because they know they can. That That's the only reason, because they know they can. And and so, yeah, let's get into this a little bit more. It's, this is very... Uh, very telling. Yeah, this was this this was scary to me because the thing is, China is our biggest threat and probably our biggest rival as far as you know, economy, um, military, everything, all that stuff. Yeah, and they are literally just talking like talking shit to us. Like, they, what are you guys gonna do about it? We have so much on Biden already. You got nothing now. Trump's not here anymore. We are we we run the ship now. It's like the uh, that yeah. that movie right with. Uh, <laughs> with Tom Hanks with the uh, with the pirates when they take over the ship <laughs> and he says, I'm the captain now. This was China looking at Blink and saying, No, no, no. We we are the top do- we are the top dog now. America, you don't have a you don't you don't you can't sit here and talk from a position of strength to us. Who are you? That's what I got from this man. And before we get into the details real quick, I just want to show you guys what uh Biden's reaction to this because he was asked about this and um it's pretty disgusting. It, was a, it wasn't a long conversation, I can promise you that. So Joe Biden was asked um, about his Secretary of State, and I'll show you guys real quick what he said. Here we go. What he said, what is your position on what happened with China last night? All he says is, I'm proud of the Secretary of State, and he moves on. Doesn't They go to right to a different question. Are you going to take Vladimir Putin up on his offer to talk live with you? I'm sure we'll talk to some. And look at his hands, by the way. Remember, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about CGI Joe when his hands brushed the microphone. I find you see it. You see his hands right now. They're clenched. They're clenched. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to impose sanctions on Russia, sir? 
Pardon me? Are you imposing sanctions on Russia, sir? You're without a common time. And the poor female reporter said, you're going to put enact sanctions on Russia anytime. And he doesn't know what to say. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, very soon, very soon. And he walks away lost. And he has, dude, he can't go off the cuff on anything. These reporters just asking random questions. But the whole point of I want to show you this, he said he's very proud of the Secretary of State. Dude, everybody that watched that could just look and be like, how, how can you be proud of that? You have literally been sucking China's dick. The left has... Or they haven't done anything about China. They want to talk about Russia and Iran, which they are. And so in a lot of ways, they are threats. Um, And he just says, I'm very proud of the Secretary of State. If China was to tell Biden, you're going to keep your mouth shut and you're just going to play along. This sounds to me, that's exactly what kind of response would I be warranted there, man. What do you think? Yeah, you're exactly right. And I know we don't have to go like real, real far back for all this because everybody in the chat has been watching this for a long time. They know the deal on this, but um. Man, you know, their whole their whole administration plan, their every policy that they try to put forward, that China likes those policies. They want Biden's administration to do what they're doing right now because they can strong arm America into, you know, any trade deal that they want to. Whenever Trump was in there, they kept their mouth shut and and they were the ones getting bent over. But now like I said a minute ago, they get to walk into these meetings with that confidence and really shove it in our face. And for our own president to stand up there and say that he's proud of Blinken for, for the way that he held America's you know voice up during that meeting. Are you freaking kidding me? He must be the only one. But I mean, dude, that's what happens whenever you've got somebody choked up with, you know, blackmail and money and everything else. I mean, come on, we hadn't forgot about Hunter. You know, and, and all of that stuff is being used. We're, we're starting to see it right here. It's scary because we're starting, you know, this is where they get to use all of that behind the scenes weaponry that, that we had been trying to tell everybody about. Oh, you're absolutely right, man. It's just, it's, it makes everyone, it makes all of us look bad. And it makes all of us look weak. And uh, yeah, I got a little pissed off, guys, <laughs> watching this, man, because it's it's it, it's just so infuriating because we knew, we all know this. We all, this isn't news to us, right, guys? This is not news to us. We knew this is what was going to happen if this man, our full nightmare were to be achieved, and it's here. Joe Biden's here. And, you know, until until something happens that changes, um, that's the reality of the situation. And it's really sad seeing that he just, it's it's, you know, he did good. He did good. And nothing else about it. Nothing else about it. And the thing was, a lot of people weren't taking this seriously because I told you Storm from X-Men was sitting right next to him here. And um, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there was a, I don't know, diplomat. She had purple hair, purple and silver hair. This is why I'm calling her Storm from X-Men. What, what do we get, Antifa in here next to you? Jack Pasebic, uh God. reported here, this morning, Biden yelled at Blinken for bringing a staffer with purple hair to the CCP st- uh, summit. Per White House official. Are we running a clown show here, man? It sure does seem like it. Yeah, it really does. I mean, no professionalism, no no guts, you know, to st- sit there in a meeting, not come prepared to, you know, stand up for, for America in the face of our own enemies, you know, international enemies that are that are literally have stood on stages in front of millions and said that they want to take us over, they want to control the world. When we know what communism is about, we know what the CCP is about, and to sit there and try to have like, I don't even think this sort of diplomatic meeting would have even happened with Trump. We There's no way that we would have even sat down to go, okay, guys, you know, let's just sit all the evil that y'all do to the side for a minute and try to make a deal. Like, no, no, that's not, that's not what, you know, we were used to. And so to see, 
these weaklings sit at the table and then get applauded for it after by our president. It's it's absolutely embarrassing. There was there was no good takeaways from that. And I want you guys to listen to Bannon here from uh, War Room. And I want then we're going to dive into the uh, the details about this meeting because everything about it was weird. That what happened with the media was weird. There was uh, there was guidelines set up between the two countries about how they were going to talk and carry this out. And China just did whatever the hell they wanted to and ran roughshod. I'm going to explain all this in just a minute, but I want you guys to see this clip here. Uh, this is from a TikTok, Mr. Libertarian. And I want you guys to see um, of Bannon here in the war room. Give a little warning of what he sees coming. And it's outlined in the book, uh, in the book, uh, Chaos Under Heaven by Josh Rogan. They came over and lectured us. We said, hey, we listened politely and then said, hey, new sheriff in town. Everything's on the table and then fired off the football immediately. Right. Yesterday was an embarrassment. It shows you we are heading into very treacherous waters. It was also reaffirmed with their purchases, as the Wall Street Journal just announced, more purchases of oil, massive oil purchases from, guess where, Iran and Venezuela. Their allies in Pakistan, Erdogan, just comes in today and says, hey, Putin, uh, you know, uh, Biden should have never uh, tried to disrespect Putin yesterday. Russia, Turkey, Iran. Pakistan in the vassal state of North Korea and the vassal state of Venezuela. That's it. That's your lineup right now on the Eurasian landmass and in their, their foothold, their toehold in Latin America. Sounds to me, man, all those countries just listed off, those sound to me like the countries that uh, that were involved with the, a lot of the fraud that was happening with our voting machines. And on top of that, um, we, we know... North Korea doesn't even want to talk to Joe Biden. Kim wants nothing to do with him. His sister told Joe Biden, don't screw around or, you know, you want peace. Don't screw around and do something smelly. That's what his sister said. He called Putin a murderer. And, you know, and now this is what China. Dude, this I can ju- you can just see what's happening here. No one's going to be respecting this country anymore, especially him at the uh, at the forefront of it. But this is the problem. Everyone else is getting their, their ducks in a row, and Joe is just dicking around over here, um, letting letting immigrants across the border with COVID, and God knows whatever else is going on, man. Uh, this is why I said this is scary. I want to show the quick video here, man, uh, real quick, and I'll get your takes on all this stuff, of how this meeting was set up and why this entire thing, to me, in, in a way, might be a show, because the way this was set up, ladies and gentlemen, was each diplomat was supposed to get two minutes each. Uh, Blinken had did his two minutes according to the guidelines, and then it went to the China side. The dude went off for 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and he's speaking Chinese. And the translator is just sitting there quietly for 20 minutes, writing everything down. And the guy's just sitting there. This entire thing was weird, and we got that China ate our lunch completely. Well, listen to this quick video, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see you get your take on it. I find it. Here we go. Spent um, uh, several hours in conversation with our Chinese counterparts over uh, over the last couple of days, and um, um, we uh, um, we certainly know and knew going in uh, that uh, there are a number of areas where we are fundamentally uh, at odds, including uh, China's actions in Xinjiang, uh, with regard to, uh, to Hong Kong, Tibet, uh, increasingly Taiwan. Uh, as well as um, actions that it's taking uh, in uh, in cyberspace, and uh, it's no. Thank you. 
to Anchorage, Alaska, where it's about 13 degrees outside, but probably warmer than it is inside these U.S.-China talks, which obviously got off to a very icy start. And if my next guess is right, Biden's team will have those Trump tariffs to think if these meetings get anywhere. Uh, the coming collapse of China author Gordon Chang joins me now. Gordon, uh, were you surprised at, at the... I don't know, the vitriolic uh, way it begun, you know, both sides, of the, you know, looking at each other, hurling insults, particularly from China's point of view. I, I mean, you talk about hubris and uh, to, to talk about anything going on in America with respect to how we treat our citizens is really amazing. Yeah, I was taken by surprise, really by two things. First of all, by the content, the substance of the contents from the two top Chinese diplomats, but also just for their disregard of the rules of the meeting. They were supposed to speak for four minutes in total. They ended up speaking for 20 minutes, 23 seconds. And as you just pointed out, some of the comments were especially belligerent. So I was taken by surprise, and I think that Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, and Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, were taken by surprise as well because they did not let the press go after those initial statements, which is what they intended to do. They called them back, and then they had that back-and-forth argument with young Josh Sher. So, yeah, everyone's been taken by surprise. Do you guys hear that? The entire thing, there was, there was nothing normal about any of this. Nothing normal about it. It was supposed to be two minutes for one side, two minutes for the other, and that didn't happen. And then the press was called back in, and they filmed this exchange. This was not supposed to be. Um, that was not supposed to be out in the public, and it was. It was. The entire thing was weird. And uh, just real quick, guys, I took care of Clip and Foxhole. He's gone. So he, he, you guys are all set. I saw you guys uh, writing about it. Uh, he's gone now. So I find out. What did you think about this, man? Man, you know, I like when you mentioned a minute ago that uh, the countries that were involved with, you know, the election fraud and everything and thinking about that, that pipeline getting shut down and, and automatically we start buying oil from other countries and everything. Look, this is what happens when they get to the world stage. Uh, this is what happens when an e when evil people have their money spread out internationally and not on America's soil. And that's what Trump was about. He wanted to invest in this country and make it better. And, you know, I always try to make things simple in my own mind so that I can understand. And it, it, to me, it just looks like if you've got a mom and pop that have an apple farm in your town, they don't want to invest in you. They don't want to buy the apples from you. They want to shut you down and ship them in from another country. That's because they're invested in, in that shipping process in those trades. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very obvious for the general public to read through stuff like this because it's in our face. Now we're seeing our gas prices go up. We're seeing inflation happen. This is the, right now, all of the countries, in my opinion, are taking their positions on the chessboard. They're, they're either taking that defense, they're taking that offense, they're taking the out-of-bounds you know, uh, place where they're not really doing much at all. They're just sort of sitting there taking advantage of the little money that's coming in for them. And this is the landscape changing for us uh, from, from Trump to Biden. And uh, you know, sadly, it's it's not going the direction that I think anybody wants to go. There's this is very telling for for even the left because they would have you think that the world is proud of America for standing up for all of these different rights and these fights. No, it's not. 
people are laughing at us. Other countries are trying to take advantage of us. They're trying to take our money, our land, and our freedom. And it, it's very upsetting to watch this crap, man. It is upsetting, man. It's really, it's really sad to see this go down. And you know, it wasn't a good day for America at all. And you know, the worst part about it, I read this. These, these, uh, these pieces were in articles that I read around it. China actually went and used um, BLM, Antifa, rioting, George Floyd. They, they actually said to America, "How can you sit there and talk about you know?" Because China, China is pissed off that we're uh, that we're engaging in activities as far as Beijing and Taiwan to China. They're saying that's our internal affairs, that's our stuff. You guys mind your own business. You guys got riots. You guys got Antifa. You got BLM doing all this stuff. Why don't you worry about your own country? The worst part about it is that, that is the left. That is the left side of everything. China used that yeah. against us. And on top of it, our, our, the powers that be are like, eh, you know what? We don't, we, we don't really want to mess with China. And the, but the worst part about China is, man, they're killing citizens in their own country. They're, they're taking their organs. You, everyone knows about the, the Uruguay uh, Muslims. And they're over there talking to us about how we are handling our stuff, man. The entire thing was just a mess. It's just a mess. And they used... The situation against against Biden's admin themselves, man. Everything we've been railing against, China was like, you know what? Let's just throw this in their faces too. A complete embarrassment, man. Complete embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else on that before I want to just I want to show everybody what's going on here with our military because it's this needs to be talked you know, about. Yeah, real quick, just my two cents on this. Look, they this, that was all for show. There's no way that they walked into this meeting without all of the questions and all of the answers already being sent over to the opposite side, being read over, decided upon, and so that they could decide how they wanted to have this conversation before it ever started. This was all for the cameras. That's that's what I believe. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Sorry, man. I'm dealing with uh, mod issues right now. I don't know what's going on with Foxhole. All right. So we'll figure those out. Um, yeah. So we'll get we'll figure that out, guys. Yeah, and we're we're uh, there, we we are aware of some trolls here in the uh, in the chats. Um, we're doing our best, guys, to deal with them. So we're just gonna have to keep on doing it. Um, so what's gonna have to happen here, ladies and gentlemen? We this is not a good look with China, and I've been and I've been talking. I wanted to get that out of the way because I want you guys to really understand how serious this is all is. And when when we talk about military and control, patriots and control. I don't, there's gotta be, you gotta give me something else because what I'm seeing here, what I'm seeing in the news and what I'm seeing on my own research is nothing good. It's nothing good. And when I was, when I was really making fun of the military, I was really just trying to rip the military leadership. I didn't go after the soldiers. And this is exactly why, this is exactly why. I want you guys to see this article from military.com. This is from just yesterday. So, a lot of the soldiers, regular soldiers, soldiers younger than me and you, man, kids, the younger 20s, mid-20s, you know what I mean? They are questioning yeah. what their uh, leaders are talking about as far as protest and d- January 6th and them being in D.C. And we're going to see here from Chief Master Sergeant Ramon Colon Lopez, his take on how they are educating, and I'm putting that in quotes, educating their soldiers about what's going on here. So we need to dive into this, man. Check this out. In a Thursday briefing with reporters at the Pentagon, Chief Master Sergeant Ramon Colon Lopez, the senior enlisted advisor to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said that some troops have asked when the January 6th riot is brought up. How come you're not looking at the situation that was going on in Seattle prior to that? A very logical question, you would say, right? He said, that is one example of the mindset many military leaders are encountering. 
he calls it a mindset. It's a logical question. And he is concerned about the way that some people are looking at the current environment. This is coming from every echelon that we're talking talking to, we added. So guys, the military knows what's going on. The soldiers know what's going on. And there, it says right here, every echelon, is they're talking about this. So Lopez said the confusion some younger troops have expressed shows why training sessions on extremism are needed. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered the stand down for February 5th and gave units across the military 60 days to discuss extremism in the ranks with their troops. The military's policies are clear. He said troops are not to advocate for or participate in supremacist, extremist or criminal gang doctrine, ideology, um, ideology or causes. The military remains an apolitical organization, uh, Colon Lopez said, and it doesn't matter if extremist group is far right or far left. Both are off limits. So those conducting the sessions wanted to make sure that military members understand the difference between Seattle and the January 6th riot in Washington, D.C. But some of our younger members are confused about this, so that's why we need to go ahead and talk to them about and educate them uh, to make sure that they know how exactly what they can and cannot do. So he also noted the military was called to respond after capital attacks, but was not to, uh, but was not called to support the law enforcement in Seattle. He drew a distinction between those who lawfully exercised their First Amendment rights to protest during last summer's protest. There it is, man, in support of racial justice and Black Lives Matter movement, and those who latched onto it to the protest to loot, destroy property, and commit other crimes. So he is just lumping them all together. One is okay. But sometimes, he said, younger troops see messages on TV that blur the lines between the two, and we needed to educate them on the difference. No, that's not what they meant, uh, Colonel Lopez said. There were people advocating against social injustice, racial injustice, and everything else, and it's in the right of citizens. And he goes on to say, talking about TV personalities and people on social media, while those TV personalities are exercising their right to free speech, troops have fought for, he said, Make sure that you're well-educated and don't be an automatic mouthpiece for something unless you understand the issue. Dude, this is, this is scary. This, this scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Because they're talking about, they're putting their mindset, this lefty mindset coming from the top. And I have examples of this, ladies and gentlemen, of what is going on here. This is being taught from the leadership down to the soldiers. And as the, as a lot of the soldiers that know what's going on, they're going to end up retiring early. They're going to want to get out and it's going to leave this void of brainwashed fools that are going in and they're going to just say yes, sir, to everything possible. And guess what, man? Guess what you're left with? You're left with a military that doesn't uh, answer to the people that answers to the government It answers to the state. How do you think communism gets a foothold in a country, man? You take over their culture and then you take over the damn military. And sometimes it's the military first. Right now, man, it seems like it's coming at all fronts on at all times. But what I want to show you guys here is from Jack Pasebic. He had some examples of what he's getting, of what soldiers are reaching out to him and saying. This, to me, uh, just puts the uh, context right in, right in the spotlight. He says, uh, our training was an excellent example of how people that have no ability to perform any critical thinking or research of their own will parrot what they are told to appease a superior RCMDCM has become a full woke warrior uh, and propagates demonstrably false information. Okay, sign being white, white power. Oh my God. Despite yeah. the ADL calling it a hoax, 
Finally, a mandatory readministration of the oath of enlistment and oath of office. It was a wonderful way to ensure fealty to a new administration. I honestly cannot fathom the Democrat Party's outrage if President Trump had required all service members to be readministered their oath when he took office. Can you imagine, man? You want to talk about you know Trump being called Hitler and, and running the you know the new Fourth Reich? Can you imagine if Trump came in and made them all swear in, all the soldiers get vetted and then re-swear them in? That's exactly what happened under Biden. I didn't know that. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, no. This is a lot. This is a lot right here because we had an episode, you know, a few episodes back where we talked about the military when we first started all this. And and you and me both got educated a little bit by some people that made comments to us so that we could, you know, we could learn a little bit more about how, how this is supposed to be, you know, acting, how the military is supposed to be acting, just supposed to be apolitical. And then after we've covered some of this, this leftist ideology that the military is a, some of the mainstream military, I told you I was going to use that term. The mainstream military is starting to use getting on social media, being on the news, pushing this agenda. It's, it's scary that we're seeing it be pushed on such a mass scale because the military is supposed to stay a political and, it's, it doesn't look like they're going that route. They're trying to keep soldiers from even questioning the things that are happening in their own country. Yep. And if, whenever these, whenever these soldiers signed up, they signed up to protect this country. And now it looks like certain ideologies are being pushed that go against that. So whenever these soldiers are stepping up to question it, they're mm-hmm. being told basically, no, we're going to put you through some, some sort of therapy. We're going to quote unquote, educate you on this. And that doesn't sit well with me at, at all, man. Not, not one bit. Uh, you know, honestly, I saw the, the Pacific um, messages and for, obviously the first thing I questioned was, is this real? But let's be honest here. Even if it's not, there is at least a, a sizable group of soldiers out there that do think this way. And they are saying these things and it should concern all of us as citizens uh, what, what's going on. That's that's where I'm just going to stay for right this second. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to get to my big point after we go through all this, because it's not all doom and gloom, ladies and gentlemen. I want to just point out to you, because I've been looking and searching um, for some kind of context from soldiers that are in the military in D.C. What are they thinking? What is what are the what are the talks among your soldiers? What what is their mindset of all this? Are they cool with this? Are they not a cool with this? Check this out. This is from a new officer from President Biden's military. This is also from Jack Pasebic. Uh, It says the actions taken by Secretary of Defense uh, Austin and many of the top brass appears to be the beginnings of a Soviet military. I've reached the Gulag. I've read the Gulag Archipelago. Archipelago. I'm aware of the rise and fall of former socialists and communist states. And as we both know, a purge of the military is always a beginning step. The background check of guardsmen and women seem to be the trial platform for this and the stand downs taking place for extremist recognition training across the DOD have been going far beyond what you and I would likely see as a legitimate mandate. I commissioned not long ago in a time of military pride and strength, and I'm concerned that if I don't tow the party line to pomp and circumstance, I could wind up in Leavenworth serving a dime in an American gulag. And even if I do, which would turn me into an integrity less husk of a man, I could be discovered from my remotely conservative views, which might have dug up from years past via deleted tweets, um, Twitter accounts, or the like. I need your advice. And last one I just want to throw up here. Text from a Navy buddy today 
quick rundown of today's training. Black Lives Matter isn't political, and it's okay to talk about it in the workplace. Also, we can't have a bumper sticker that says Trump 2020 on a federal installation. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing. I see a bunch of people are upset about this, and you should be upset about this. You should be upset about this. I am pointing out facts that I am seeing here. Um, If there is some kind of plan out there that is going to um, circumvent this and take care of this issue, because I see this as the biggest issue that we are facing right now. If our military isn't for us, then we are truly on our own. We are truly on our own. And we're going to have to watch this. I do not believe, just like most of this country, I don't believe a majority of this country thinks this way. I can't possibly imagine that the that the uh, soldiers, um, the sergeants, um, the commissioned officers, I can't imagine that they are okay with this. Do I think it'll stand? I don't know. But the problem is it's the leadership. The leadership is pushing. It's almost like critical race theory in our schools. This is some left wokeism that they're trying to inject into our military. And yeah, man, what if you did post something about QAnon three years ago? Is that going to be enough to get you court-martialed and kicked out? Or are they going to, when you want to become a new recruit, are they going to rip through your social media and you're only going to have lefties um, installed into your into your military? It is scary times, guys. It's scary times. And this is why I want to bring this up. This is what I'm seeing in the world right now. I've read all the Q drops. I've read them all a million times. I know what they say. Unless there is some, unless there is something else coming that we just don't see, or we're going to hold faith in that something's going to break, there is going to be coming a time for a tip, a breaking point. I find it one way or the other. I don't know which way it's going to turn out, but the thing is, I know a lot of people are saying, "Well, why would if why would we go four years of Trump if if it's this is going to be the way it is?" Guys, I don't have all the answers. I don't know. I told you after Biden got inaugurated, we need to take it day by day. Stop speculating. Stop getting into the opium and deal with what's in front of us. Because right now, it's nothing good, my friend. I don't see anything good coming out of this. So what do you think about it? All right, so I'm just going to tie this up in a nice, neat little bow for what I'm I'm thinking at the moment. And that's, all right, so when we had Obama, we were at war. Um, And then I remember after that, I, I saw all of the videos of soldiers coming home. That lasted a very long time. You remember the the kids being blindfolded or whatever, showing up at their schools, at the hospitals, wherever it was, the parents all coming home in uniform. And that lasted for a long time. Those videos were some of the best videos I've ever seen online. And those families are still home. They're happy now. They're happy to be back. They're happy that their country was protected. They're happy that they got to come home from endless wars. Now, in, in my personal opinion, and this is why I say this is just my opinion, I do not believe that mainstream military or this indoctrination or this therapy or this whatever this crap is that they're trying to push right now can, uh, can take hold of American patriots' minds because you're not going to convince a soldier that has been across seas that has fought for this country of any of this BS that they are trying to push for, you know, whatever these crazy rights or whatever these perspectives are that, that they're trying to uh, push. And so I have a lot of faith, not in the Patriots in control statement itself. I have a lot of faith in American Patriots uh, in just in general, because we're strong-minded, uh, we're strong-willed, and I, I just, this seems like one of those weak left attempts 
to me. I, I know it's very concerning. I know it's, it's scary to watch, and I know it's on such a big stage, but I just don't see it taking over the minds of Americans, and that's what they have to do. They have to be able to take over the minds for it to have the effect that they desire. You know what I'm right. saying? My whole thing is, man, when I got into this, I always said if Trump does succeed at getting rid of the swamp, the next step that would have to take for me to, if you want to rid this world of corruption, the next, the next group you'd have to go after is the military industrial complex. Yeah. And I always said that to myself. And that's why I was holding out hope, just like the rest of you were holding faith that Trump was going to truly clean up the swamp. And he did a great job. There is nothing I hold against Trump whatsoever. Do I think he got bad advice from people? And sometimes uh, he didn't make the right decision. Yeah. No yeah. one's perfect. No one's perfect, but the military to me, man, is just another big ass corporation that makes a lot of cool toys to blow things up and kill people with. And it's uh, they're for hire. They're for hire. So to put faith, this is why I'm sick and tired of seeing in telegram groups and just, just everywhere Patriots in control. This is me personally. I'm not, not crashing anyone's reality. This is just how I feel about it. The Patriots in control thing just sounds really stupid really stupid when this is all coming out and this is what we're seeing here. It just does. It just ha, pa, Patriots wouldn't want this. So we're either on the road of this is what we need to be shown. We push the precipice or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't know. Um, and that's, that's where we're going to have to leave it at. Cause I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not sure, man, we're going to have to keep following it, but this is why you guys watch this channel. Um, to get this real stuff. We're talking about real stuff. You guys are going to know, and you're going to get my opinions on it. And um, that's it. That is it. And uh, hopefully this will all get cleaned up, man. I'm hoping for the best. And just real quick, before we get into clowns, I just want to show everybody, the FBI said themselves that the Atlanta massage parlor uh, does not to be appear racially motivated. We all knew that um, because the guy said it and the police investigator said it as well the morning that it happened. So the FBI put down, put all these, uh, squashed all these rumors of anti-Asian hate. And I just want to just give a quick shout out um, to, because I always said there was eight people that died in, in these, uh, in the shootout, six Asian, two whites. So this whole anti-Asian uh, white hate thing is absolutely BS. He killed two other white people, and we found out who they were. One was a new mom, and unfortunately, another one was an army vet um, that died in the shooting. It's absolutely terrible. And uh, he was, again, that was a 21-year-old man uh, that did that. And this whole entire thing I didn't want to throw in there, too, uh, you know, the fact checkers won't like this one. Asians are 280 times more likely to be victims of violent crimes committed by African Americans than the reverse. But, you know, white supremacy must stop. I just wanted to throw that out there. I'll bring this up real quick for time's sake because I want to get to clowns here. But, man, this entire narrative can be debunked in less than five minutes. Studies show this, and uh, this whole entire white thing is narrative-driven, and it's nothing but a lefty talking point at this point. And this whole entire – the word racism, man, should be just put into the, uh, into the urban dictionary because I don't even know what racism means anymore because it's used so much for literally everything and anything. And uh, just your quick takes on it, man. Yeah, man, that's no, you're exactly right. That's, that's what this is all about. It's about using that same talking point over and over and beating it onto people until they get tired of hearing it. And then whenever they're not paying attention anymore, they want to enact bills. They want to pass policies in order to, you know, go their own direction because nobody's paying attention anymore. It almost looks like they're trying to annoy you to a fact, to a point of not paying attention that, you know what I mean? 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It, they're just drilling in your head so much. You just give up on it and you accept their ideology is what I think they're trying to do. That's just me personally, right. but my God, dude. All right, all right. So are you ready to do clowns, man? I'm all worked up. <laughs> I'm all worked up right now. I know me too. I'm, I'm all worked off. up. I'm ready to laugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to laugh too, man. I'm ready to do this. Let's, uh, let's get into clowns, shall we? Oh boy, Scott's gonna need a drink after this and maybe something else. <laughs> Man, I'm not I'm in a salty mood right now. There's other things going on why I'm salty right now, but let's get into it, shall we? So first clown of the day. Mayor de Blasio. New York just keeps getting better and better. Why everyone needs to move here, especially the city. So Mayor de Blasio wants this is what he tells his NYPD officers, the one he also defunded. He wants NYPD to pay people home visits for Hurtful comments, I find it. Hurtful comments. So, New York Bill de Blasio says NYPD officers should pay people home visits if they engage in hurtful behavior to others, even if the action isn't criminal. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make this up. What could possibly go wrong? Even if something is not a criminal case, a perpetrator being confronted by the city, whether it's NYPD or another agency, and being told that what they've done was very hurtful to another person and could, if ever repeatedly, lead to criminal charges, if... If, big, big word there, if, that's another important piece of the puzzle, de Blasio said. The mayor failed to define precisely what he meant by hurtful, man. It just seems like he just copy and pasted either Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, their terms of service, and just applied it to real people in real people's lives. That's what uh, the mayor did here, because again, nobody knows what hate speech is anymore. Hurtful comments, violent, you know. Posting memes about Joe Biden falling up the stairs could, you know, and, and incite a massive, uh, massive riot. Apparently, but since he framed it in the context of non-criminal behavior, he can only be referring to mean words. Oh my, dude! If anyone, if, if anyone's from New York, I'm <laughs> talking about. You can just say the nastiest things. Some people in New York don't consider those hateful words. So I don't, I don't know, man. And he just said here, last thing. I assure you, if an NYPD officer calls you or shows up at your door to ask you about something you did, it makes people think twice, he said. We need that. But besides that, the people dying every weekend in our, in our streets, Chicago, you know, all these cities, eh, it, it, we'll, we'll figure that out later. We need to worry about hurtful comments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where was the, the weren't they going to, like, let social workers come in and try to deal with all of these problems, but now this clown is saying they're going to send the cops to your house because you were mean to a paper boy or you yelled at the guy that sold hot dogs on the corner? What what the crap is this, man? <laughs> and you're exactly right. They're reading the Facebook terms and, and conditions right here on TV. This is so stupid, man. And the you're reason why, late. man, I wanted to call him a clown, not just because of that story, we all, if you guys don't know out here in New York, Andrew Yang is trying to take over the mayorship of it. And you can guarantee, man, Andrew Yang, I knew he was going to do this. He was going to latch on to the anti-Asian hate. He was going to latch on to it, do a little thing. Um, New York uh, City uh, Mayor de Blasio showed up to show, you know, solidarity, whatever the f, f that is <laughs> for Asians. And uh, he got kicked out and called a racist. Watch this. <laughs> And there's Andrew Yang right there. You can't really hear it too much, but someone calls him a racist and he had to get dragged out of there because people were getting pretty feisty. But my God, my God, this is the mayor of New York City. What an absolute embarrassment, man. So he's he's clown number one. <laughs> Look, I just want I'm just gonna plug you real quick. 
Everybody in the chats, we have got to get Scott out of New York. We've oh, got to, all right? We're working on it. We're <laughs> so. working on it. We're getting there, man. We're, I'm not in the city, thank God, but if I was, I would have been out there a long time ago. Let's get to clown number two, man. Do you, this, clown number two, what's her name here? Sarah, it should be Gondaria, but it's Gondar, uh, Gondahari. Look at this study, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> California study advocates injecting men with female hormones to treat COVID. Of course, of course, California would have come up with this study. Shocking. So a new study from Los Angeles Hospital pushes for injecting men with the female sex hormone uh, pro, progesterone to treat COVID-19. And this is being carried out by Sarah Gondahari of the Cedars-Sinai uh, Hospital in Los Angeles recruited 40 male patients hospitalized with COVID-19. And as an ICU doctor, she was struck, I find it, struck by the gender disparity. Because you know, COVID is racist and it's also, it also uh, is, is biased against genders. So the disparity <laughs> among COVID-19 patients who were very sick remained in the hospital and needed ventilators, she emphasized. So she just decided to bring in test subjects to inject men with a female sex hormone and that is going to help treat COVID, apparently. So, what does that say about women? Shouldn't women be, uh, shouldn't women be recovering from COVID quicker than men? Men? None of this, none of this makes sense to me. No, and I'll tell you what. You know, um, in a couple of years, whenever dudes start, you know, like steel workers start coming to therapy with with tits and saying, "Hey, my wife didn't notice when I got a new pair of work boots." You know, like, "Hey, don't come crying to me, all right? Y'all the ones out here taking these damn things." I, no, don't touch this crap, people. Don't touch it. Absolutely, man. So they, that is clown number two. We're gonna get to clown number three here because these Dems want to ruin everything. They want to even ruin meat. What am I talking about? This is from the Western Journal. The Colorado governor, who is our clown number three, Colorado governor's anti-meat proclamation goes up in smoke as public begins stockpiling for statewide barbecue. So, man, the thing is, why can't we all just have our views? Why does one view have to be pushed on the other while one's not trying to cancel the other? Well, Governor Jared Polis made an official proclamation declaring March 20th, Meat Out Day, urging residents to refrain from eating animal products despite beef, accounting for the second largest industry. <laughs> In Colorado, <laughs> come on, man! You're the governor, and you know this. And you're calling for a meat out day. You are a clown. <laughs> Cat cattle farmers oh and state God. politicians were outraged at Polis, who has a history of activism against the industry. It's worth noting that Polis, uh, Polis's finance, fiance, first gentleman, Marlon Reese, is an animal rights activist and vegan. Well, there you go. There you go. That makes sense. So in response to this, the people of Colorado and their neighbors in Nebraska will be firing up their grills and turning over succulent steaks and beefy burgers to commemorate the day. Thanks to the Colorado Cattlemen Association, the organization has declared March 20th Meat In Day, saying the goal of this day is to not only promote <laughs> the benefits of meat consumption in Colorado, but to also uh, patronize our local businesses, restaurants, etc., that have been deeply affected by the economic struggles of the pandemic. Wow, man, what an idea. What an idea. All these small businesses that have been suffering, this day is going to actually, the meat in day is going to help them. And what does the governor want to do? He wants you to not eat meat. Your second largest industry in the state because we need to worry about how the feelings of the cows are. Wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight. You're telling me that people are going to fire up the grills and cook a steak on March 20th in Colorado? Is that is that what I'm reading? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm reading. <laughs> okay, then then we're definitely going to, uh, I'm definitely going to fire up the grill and I'm going to cook steak on the 20th. Uh, I'm going to stand with them. America. That's it, man. Everyone out there, don't eat tacos. Get yourself a damn cheeseburger <laughs> and just be an American for 
you know, for for fuck's sake. There we go. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on here. So yeah, thank you, Colorado. Thank you. And this story, man, this one is not even really a clown story. It's Biden's entire uh, White House staff, which I thought was this is this is great. This is amazing. This is from the Post Millennial. Biden White House allegedly asked staffers to resign if they use marijuana. And the worst part about it, the worst part about it, the Biden White House asked staffers to fill out a background check from wherein they would respond as to whether or not they've ever tried the drug marijuana. Many of them responded yes, and then were asked to resign. <laughs> they were, but the problem was they were told that it wasn't a big deal before. Then they were asked to resign over the alleged infraction. This is true even for staffers from states where the drug is legal. So this was after the admin reportedly changed their guidelines to allow staff to have participated in limited previous marijuana use. The New York Post reports that the Biden admin issued guidelines instructing staffers to not use marijuana during their White House stints and to submit a random drug test, which is fine. You'd expect that. But they were told beforehand, just give us your honest opinion. We're not we're not going to nail you for it. They did. They said, yes, we did. And then they fired them. <laughs> so ridiculous. Wait, and I, I'm, I could be wrong here, but didn't Kamala say that she smoked? Yeah, she did. At one point in time? Okay, well, there it is right there. So fire the bitch. They can't fire her, man. She's going to be the president <laughs> soon, which is going to be the end, of, the end of us all. But holy Jesus. crap, man. Holy crap. So, guys, that is our clowns of the day. Holy cow. That was a... <laughs> Dude, you can't make this stuff up, man. You can't make this. I'm just glad I'm laughing right now because I want to put a hole in the wall um, a couple minutes ago. I know, right? But holy yeah, like how many people? How many people voted for them so that they could get, you know, weed legalized all over the place? And now they see this. What do you think they feel like right now? Who's that? Oh, the staffers? All of the left? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure they'd go vote for uh, Trump, uh, but they wouldn't say it, but I'm sure they would now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But my God, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. It was a great time. Uh, just to quickly uh, to do some selfless plugging here. If you guys could go check out wokesocieties.com. Go check out my store tab. This is where all of our merch is. We got some new products in there that we added uh, just over a little week ago. Um, but if you want to support the show and financially, which is absolutely helping to do this full time still, get the Mr. Potato Head t-shirt. Don't tread on potatoes. Wearing that carrying that American flag telling you exactly what's up. Truth equals hate speech. We have the Shamrock Woke Society's hoodie. You guys can still get that for a little collector's item. It's all there. We have the Woke Society's t-shirts, the Drunk Society's uh, merch line, all that good stuff to fund the media. V-necks for the ladies, all that good stuff. We have mugs, uh, Dr. Seuss, come and take it hat. We got all this great stuff. Beers, beer mugs, beer steins, all that good stuff. Hats. We got it all, guys. So go check out the store at WokeSocieties.com. Click that store tab and uh, get yourself something nice for you, the wifey, uh, your friends, family, whoever. And if you want to become a monthly sponsor of the show, you can do so by signing up at wokesocieties.tv. It's $7.99 a month, or you can do a yearly subscription. Either one's fine. This gives you access to watch the live shows on your Roku. And guys, keep keep going on my Telegram. Telegram's been blowing up, dude. It's been absolutely a, a huge thing for this channel lately on Gab. All those platforms, you can watch the replay on Rumble. BitChute, Library, Odyssey, Foxhole, DLive, all that good stuff, man. Do you have any closing thoughts, man, before we get out of here? Just want to tell the Woke fam, I love y'all. Love doing this. Love hanging out with y'all. It's my favorite time of the week. There it is. Very, very simple. Very simple. And Gary, you're always coming through, my man. Yeah, Yeti says, catch you on the replay. God bless. Thanks, Gary. I really appreciate it, man. You're always coming through uh, with the donations. I love the Woke fam. You guys are keeping me doing this. So, 
next week we're gonna be doing things uh well you know what i'll save it i'll save it till we get a little bit closer i'll make the announcement a little bit later but there's gonna be let's just say there's gonna be more woke societies uh starting next week maybe on some different days and uh we'll get it we'll get we'll wait until uh we'll wait we'll let the weekend pass before we get into that so uh new exciting stuff coming on the way and all that good stuff and i cannot wait to get into it man cannot wait to get into it and i'm sorry for the uh the trolls in the chats um on foxhole it's uh something we are working on and i i blocked that it says i blocked the users on this side um but <laughs> don't know if it's actually working but uh either way um all the fixes for foxhole they are coming uh the upgrades are being are coming as well and trust me guys trust me once those upgrades are done we are going to be blasting foxhole to the entire world and we are going to be literally taking over taking over uh live streaming platforms all over the place and we're going to turn it into something that's going to be a castle for anybody that values free speech in the in the freedoms that we all enjoy so i find it my friend any last words before we get out of here nah man we're gonna let's go have a good time let's enjoy the rest of our weekend and we'll see y'all on tuesday or at least i will <laughs> yes yes we'll we will both be back here on tuesday night regardless at 6 p.m eastern so you guys can all catch us there so guys follow me on telegram on gab all that good stuff and uh don't worry the fact that the trolls are still here um always always gives me that fuel that to keep me going because they just I don't I can't imagine I find it how many people that I live in their heads rent free it's got to be a lot because I still get trolled on I don't even post on Twitter barely anymore and I still get trolls coming after me seems to be everywhere on gab it just never ends man and I don't man, know I why I missed them yeah I kind of miss them too but uh some of them got in here so you guys had some fun in there today you guys had some fun in there today but don't worry uh we'll we'll, be, we'll catch you guys next time don't don't you worry about that so anyways we will see you guys uh, Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's been fun. Love you, Woke Fam, and all that good stuff. And I will open that chest on DLive now for y'all before we get out of here. So stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.